Amen. Well, I tell you, it's a blessing to be back in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. It's a blessing. And I feel the presence of God in here. I just feel it. it I, when I felt it, when I came in and I sat over here and, and the, the music was going, I could just feel God's presence, feel God's glory in the house. But at the same time, I come in tonight with an expectancy that I was going to receive something from God. If you come expecting to receive, then you'll receive. But if you come not expecting to receive nothing, you won't receive anything. So I just thank God uh, for my healing. Yesterday was three weeks since I had my surgery. And I was in a lot of pain, y'all. I'm in a lot of pain. But I took this word and I stood on the word. While I was in pain, I was yet talking to God. God, I'm your son. And you sent your word to heal me. I was in pain. And you know, when, you, when you're sick, you don't want to talk to nobody with unbelief. All I wanted was people that were gonna, could believe with me for my healing. That's all I want to talk to. If you're talking doubt and unbelief and fear and all that, I didn't want to talk to you. I'm sorry. Yeah. But I thank God I went to the doctor on yesterday and I got a good report. Thank amen. Glory I said amen. amen. And uh, he told me that he didn't need to see me anymore. Just take it easy for the next three weeks and, and everything will be good. To God be the glory. Huh? To God be the glory. Huh? You know, it's not promised that just because you're a believer that you're not going to go through some tests and trials. God didn't promise that. Amen? He didn't promise that you wouldn't have some tests and trials. He said, but they're they going to come. But be of good courage. For I have overcome the world. Amen? We all going to go through something. But this word depends on how you come out. Do you have enough word in you to stand when tests and trials come against you? Amen? I got a word tonight. That's not what I was preaching on, but I just have to let the Lord say what he want to say. And I believe that if we get started, the, the Holy Spirit is going to minister in here because the glory of God is in this house. It's in here right now. And God is wanting to do something for you. But you got to open up your hearts in order to be able to receive from God. Amen? Don't look at me, but look at God. I'm just a vessel for God tonight. I'm a messenger for God. I'm going to say what he gave me to say. And the word of God says, He that hath an ear to hear what the Spirit saith unto a man. 
Let him hear. Huh? Don't look at me. Look at God. Because I believe that the presence of God. So, um, I tell you, we're just going to get right into the word and, and just let God have his way. Because I believe that the presence of God is in here right now. Huh? I said, I believe that the presence of God is here right now. And so we're going to go ahead and get right into the word. Turn with me, if you would, to Luke chapter 9. Luke chapter 9, verse 1. Praise God. And it says, Then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all devils. Say all. And to cure diseases. Now, Jesus called the 12 disciples together. And he gave them, the disciples, power and authority. Huh? Say power and authority. Say it again. Power and authority. He's given you power and authority. That's what he just said right here. And to cure diseases. Now, the devil, you find it frequently in the King James Bible. It's exactly the word for demons. There's one devil and many demons. Amen? So he gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure all diseases. Mm. Say it again. Power and authority over all devils and all diseases. Now, he's given you that power and authority. Huh? Now, let me just take my time. I remember when I was coming up, before I got rooted and grounded in this word, before I really knew the word, when I was afraid to talk about the devil, Pastor. I mean, they had me so scared, man. I'm talking about, I wasn't going to say nothing about the devil. I didn't want him to come and get me, Stuart. Oh, now, see, I know, see, I'm hitting somebody now. They, they starting to laugh, Pastor. But, but the devil, I was afraid of because of the things that I heard. Oh, you do this? Oh, the devil going to get you. Boy, don't you do that. Now, I, I'm, a, I'm a country boy. I'm a country boy. I ain't ashamed to tell you. I'm telling you, I would go, we, we lived across the tracks. And uh, to get home, you had to go across the cemetery, past the track and go across the cemetery. And they said, don't, boy, after dark, don't you go by that cemetery. All, all them spirits and things of that. And they would say that, and I believed it. See, what you believe will get in you. Huh? I, I'm going to show y'all something. I want y'all to stay with me. Let's keep reading. Let's go to... Uh, 
Luke chapter 10, verse 1. It says, after these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also. Who appointed them? Okay. And sent them two and two before his face into every city and place whither he himself would come. Okay. He gave them authority and power just like the 12. So you got 70 plus the 12 is how many? 82. Okay. 82. Okay. Plus Jesus is 83. Okay. So folks that are going around exercising power and authority, you know, you got this 82 people going around and, and, and exercising power and authority. So and this is expanded greatly on the day of Pentecost and is continually to expand right now, today. Okay? Now, watch, watch this. Go down to uh, Luke 10, 17. It says, And the 70 returned again with joy. Oh, my God. Y'all stay with me now. The 70 returned with joy. Say with joy. Saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through your name. Man, he sent the 70 out, man, they came back. They had joy, man. Look, 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 Jesus, man, we went out there, man, these devils, man, they, I, man, they, they were just doing everything we told them to do. You know, they came back with joy. They, they wasn't afraid of the devil. So why are we? Huh? Why are we? You got a lot of Christians in the church right now that's still afraid of the devil. I know that. I talk to people and they tell me. But we are not to be afraid of the devil. Devils or demons are subject to us. In the name of Jesus, we can tell them to shut up, and they shut up. That's what the, the twelve when they I mean when they came back, they told him, say, say, look, Lord, say, we, we tell them to shut up, and they shut up. Shut up, devil. And he just shut up. Amen. We tell them to quit and they quit. We tell them to leave and they have to go. Huh? They was full of joy. Why? Because of what they were doing. They tell the devil to quit doing something. He had to do it. You can do the same thing. Or you one of his disciples. If you're one of his disciples, you can do the same thing. You have power and authority over the devil. Huh? I, I believe that. Because we have the power of God in us. He lives in us. Therefore, we can do these things. He, he wasn't just doing it back then. He's still alive today, y'all. He's doing it right now. We have to know that. We can't be afraid. I'm not afraid of him anymore. I used to be. I'm not ashamed to tell y'all. Some of y'all in here used to be too. You just won't tell the truth. That lady back there put up her hand. I know I was afraid of him because I was a character. And, and I, I was afraid because I, I just, I, I knew, you know, if you live bad, then you suffer the consequences, Stuart. 
Praise God. If what you think about the devil and demons scares you, troubles you, bothers you, you're thinking the wrong thing. Huh? You're thinking the wrong thing. If what, the, what, you, what he thinking about you, if that scares you, you're thinking the wrong thing. And you're believing the wrong thing. The devil isn't what he used to be. Jesus has stripped him, defeated him, brought him to naught, brought him down to zero. He's nothing. Nothing. Amen? He's a created being who has fallen and now has been defeated. You and I are not just created beings. We are just servants. We're sons of God. We're not just servants. We're sons of God. Amen? We're sons of God. He lives in us. Huh? And God sent his only begotten son into the earth for you and I, that we might have life. Huh? Thank you, Holy Ghost. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 19. Let's go down to verse 19. He says, Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions. Let's stop right there. He said, behold. He said, look, I give you, huh, what? Power to trample on or walk on what? Serpents and scorpions, which is symbolic of spirits. Huh? Ladies and gentlemen, spirits are real. And I'm going to show it to you. We just this, 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 this Wednesday night teaching, right? So I'm just I'm taking my time. Spirits are real. Spirits are transferable. And I'm going to show you in the word of God. Should we be afraid? No. Should we be rejoicing like the 70 that have been authorized in Jesus' name to empower by the Holy Spirit? Yes. Hmm? Go with me to Ephesians 4.27. It says, neither give place to the devil. Now, I like the amplified version. Can you put that up there? It says, the amplified says, and do not give the devil an opportunity. Don't give him no opportunity to lead you into sin by holding a grudge. That's a spirit. Come on now, watch this. Or, or, or nurturing anger, or harboring resentment, or cultivating bitterness. Ladies and gentlemen, these are unseen influences. Huh? They're unseen. You can't see them. Amen? Say out loud, give no place to the devil. How are you going to do that? You must have some authority. James 4, 7 says, Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Huh? So in order to resist him, we got to be submitted to God. Huh? You have to come up under the, the authority of God's word. Submit yourself unto God. And then he say, and then you can resist the devil. Watch this. And, and, and he will flee. 
when you submit to God and then you resist the devil, the devil have to run from you. We're not to run from the devil. Ladies and gentlemen, we are not to run from him. The greater one lives on the inside of each of us. And he is to run from us. That's, let's, let's read this again. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. We have to yield to the word of God. Do what God say. Then when we do what God say, then you can resist the devil. Huh? And then when you, can, when you resist the devil, it say he will flee. In other words, he'll run from you. The New Century translation says it this way. So give yourselves completely to God. Stand against the devil and he will run from you. Give yourself completely to God. Just like you is. You can't fix you. Give yourself to God. I remember before I got saved, I kept saying, well, Lord, when I get... When I quit smoking this weed, I'm going to give myself to you. I'm going to go to church when I quit smoking this weed. And, and, and God, when I put this uh, 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 bottle of gin down, I'm going to go to church. I, I'm, I really am, but when I, I'm, I'm going to get myself together. I couldn't do it. Every time I try to do it, I, I go back doing the same thing. But when you completely give yourself to God, then God will do the impossible. It was 28 years ago that God did what I was trying to do that I could not do. Huh? Some of y'all in here right now, y'all at that stage. You cannot do it. Submit it completely unto God and God will do it for you. Huh? Am I talking to somebody? Thank you, Jesus. So the first thing is to submit to God. Huh? Huh? Who is to submit to God? We are. I cannot submit to God for my wife. I can't submit to God for my children, my relatives. I got to submit for me. This is an individual walk with God, ladies and gentlemen. Huh? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. James says that demons believe that God is real and they tremble. Why when they think about God, it scares them? Hmm? Guess who's in you? Who's in you? Huh? Who's in you? God is in you. You can do what he say that you can do. But often we say, well, I can't do it because, you know, uh, you just don't understand, man, I ain't kicked this habit yet. I still, you know, I still drink a few of them beers and things, you know, but I, I, I'm trying. Well, you know, wh why are you drinking that beer? In the name of Jesus, I believe I'm delivered. Father God, I thank you for taking this beer from me. I thank you for taking this taste from me. Why are you yet drinking it? Huh? Calling things that be not as though they were. That's what we got to do. Huh? Y'all, I'm telling you, this stuff works. What I'm telling you works. You know, 
my mom, she told me, she said, son said, as long as you're in my house, you're going to church. That's what she used to tell me. And I was just like some of the other kids. I stand home, I said, mama, I said, when I get grown, that was 18. I said, I'm leaving. I ain't going to church no more. Because you make me go down to that church with all them old women down there, and all they do is maul your head and pinch you. Some of y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Some, some, of y'all, some, some of these brothers in here know what I'm talking about. You go down to church, and you in there chewing gum, and them, them old, old missionaries and all that white, they come over, and they get you, and they pinch you real hard and have you crying, and they get their hand, they fist, and maul your head, and, and then they do this, and you have to. Spit it out in their hands. See, some of y'all don't know what I'm talking about. See, these brothers, they know what I'm talking about. So I told mama, I said, this is the way the Christian is. I ain't going to church no more, Trey. When I get old enough, I'm, I'm, that's it. I'm out. I, I'm not going. But you know, prayer changes things. That's what I said. But I didn't know that God had a plan for me. And I love Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the thoughts and the plans that I have for you, Rochelle, saith the Lord. They're good and not evil. To give you hope. Ladies and gentlemen, I got hope today. I feel good today. I'm happy today. I love the Lord today. He heard my cry. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible talks about different kinds of spirits and wrong spirits. The Bible refers to evil spirits, unclean spirits, lying spirits, spirit of bondage, spirit of fear. The Bible talks about all of this. Why would he use a word to describe a specific area? Because that's that spirit-specific nature. And that's the influence that that spirit is trying to exert. Spirits are real good or evil. You got good spirits, you got evil spirits. And even though they are unseen, they are exerting influence in the earth to those who will yield to them. You got good spirits and bad spirits. That, exert, that is exerting themselves into people in the earth. Amen? What's going on? Spirits are influencing. Even though you don't see them, they're influences, they're bringing feelings, thoughts, and suggestions. And they're real. And it's real. It's not seen, but they're influencing us today, spirits. On the other hand, God is spirit, the Holy Spirit, and is the truth of uh, is the truth of the spirit and the spirit of life. Now, I want I want to share something with you about the late Billy Graham. How can Billy Graham speak so simply, simple to masses of people, and they be moved? What's the influencing that what's influencing them that they come and get saved by the thousand, ten thousand? What what's influencing them? 
What's drawing them that's influence, a spirit of influence for good? Just like there's an evil influence, there's a good influence. And it's up to us what we yield to. Whatever spirit or spirits you yield to, you take on their characteristics. You will exhibit their characteristics. I haven't given you a subject tonight, but you probably figured it out. I'm talking about unseen spirits. Unseen spirits. Praise God. You could say uh, unseen influence. Unseen. Luke chapter 11, verse 14. And it says, Luke eleven fourteen, 14, it says, And he was casting out a devil. Now, I want y'all to stay with me. And it, it, the devil, was done. The devil was done. And it came to pass when the devil was gone out, the dumb spake, and the people wondered. I'm talking about unseen influence. It's a spirit. This was a dumb spirit that was in this man. And Jesus cast that dumb spirit out of that man. And when the spirit was cast out, the man spoke just like you and I. Huh? Do you see this? It was a dumb spirit. But you couldn't see it. And Jesus cast it out of the man. And when he cast that dumb spirit out of the man, the man began to talk just like you and I. That's, that's the word, ain't it? Huh? Glory to God. It say, and it came to pass when the devil was gone out, the dumb spake, and the people wondered. But some of them said, he casts out devils, though Beelzebub, the chief of the devils. Now he blaspheming the Holy Spirit. You see this? Go with me with, to Luke chapter 13. And I want, I want y'all to see this. Unseen influences. Unseen. Luke chapter 13, verse 11. It said, and behold, look, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity. Huh? 18 years. What was it? A spirit of weakness. Huh? She had a spirit of weakness for 18 years. It was a spirit. And was bowed together, bowed together, and could in no wise lift her up herself. What kind of spirit? A weak spirit. Well, if you yield to it, you'd be weak. The man had a dumb spirit. The dumb, the dumb spirit, uh, the person was dumb. Unclean spirit, the person is unclean. Lying spirit, the person is lying. Whatever spirit you yield to, you exhibit their characteristics. Whatever spirit you yield to, you exhibit their characteristics. 
Do you ever know anybody that? Don't, don't, don't answer this, but just think about it. That just lie all the time. For no reason, they just lie. I, I'm telling y'all right now, now, and I ain't calling no name, but I got a cousin that just lie all the time. He can't tell the truth for nothing. I mean, everybody in the family know that this man lie all he do. That's a lying spirit that need to be cast out of him. Huh? Praise God. Glory to God. My, my, my. Go with me to Mark chapter 5. I'm just giving you some scriptures. We, we just, just, you know, it's about teaching night. Mark chapter 5. I got a little time. I want to read, read a few scriptures on this. Mark chapter 5. Let's begin on at verse 1. And they came over unto the other side of the sea, into the country of the Gadarenes. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. We're talking about unseen influence. Okay? Who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no man could bind him, no, not with chains, because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him, and fetters broken in pieces, neither could any man tame him. And always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. That's a spirit when you start cutting on yourself. People are cutting themselves, trying to commit suicide. That is a spirit. Amen? That is a spirit. That's an unseen spirit, and that spirit needs to be cast out of them because God has given us the power and authority to do it, and then we need to just act on it and do it. Quit just because you may not have done it don't mean that you cannot do it. It's not you that's doing it, but it's Christ that's in you that's doing it. Huh? If he tell you to go and lay hands on the sick, you go lay hands on him. You can't heal anybody. I can't heal anybody. Huh? Trey can't heal anybody. Pastor can't. But it's the God in him can. The God that's working in him can heal him. We got to have an ear to hear what the Spirit say and be able to do what he tell us to do. If he tell you to go lay hands on somebody, you go lay hands on them. It's not you doing it. Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. Let me show you something. God cannot do anything in the earth except he have legal access. God have to have a legal body in order to come down in the earth and be able to do something on the earth. Because if he did it any other way, he would be in violation of his word. He'll violate his word. It would then mean that God is a liar. And God cannot lie. Am I talking to anybody? Huh? Why would you cut yourself? You say, well, I don't know why I did it. It's a spirit. Ooh, it's so quiet I can hear a pin drop up in him. But that's why you do it. You know, that's why people cut themselves. Well, you ask them, well, why did you do that? I don't know. They really don't. 
It's a spirit. And God said, I've given you power and authority. Huh? Over unclean spirits. So we, we got to start stepping up and doing what God has given us the power to do. Huh? We can do it. But you know, so often, and I love pastors, but we can't sit up and depend on pastor to do everything. He can give you direction. He can tell you what, he ought, what we ought to do. That's what he's up here doing every, every Wednesday, every Sunday. He's up here preaching and teaching, telling us what to do. All we got to do is grab what he's telling us and go do it. He's a shepherd. He's feeding the flock. Eat. <laughs> Eat. He can tell us what to do and, and, and you leave out here, he's preach a, a, a great message and then you go home and throw your Bible down and don't open it up no more till you come back to church. You ain't going to get nothing. Huh? And then we'll call the pastor crying and tell him all this Stories and stuff like, you know, I mean, and I know Pastor, he loves all of us, and he's going to sit there and listen, and he's going to give you scriptures and all of this kind of stuff, and then you're going to feel good for a few minutes, and then you're going to go off and come back a few days later with the same thing. But God said, I got this from Pastor, God said. <laughs> see, see, if you, if you come and listen, you're going to get some stuff. He said, God said. I have given you all power and authority huh? to trample on serpents and scorpions, as I said earlier, which is symbolic of, of spirits and over the power of the enemy, talking about the devil. Yeah, we're not to run from him, y'all. Amen? Somebody need this. And I, when God gave me this, I said, Lord, I don't want to preach that. But God told me to preach it. I said, yes, sir. We need this. If you want to see God's glory, you better know what power you have. You talking about God show me your glory. And you don't even know how much power you got. God trying to show you his glory. And then here you running and crying. Woo, glory to God. Show me your glory, Lord. Show me your glory. I was walking in the mall today. I said, I got to tell Brother Jerry about this. And a man came in the mall and he said, he called me and he said, where you at? I said, I'm at the mall. He said, I said, I'm in here and the dealer's looking around. He said, well, stay right there. I'm about 10 minutes away. And he came to the mall and he was looking for me. He said, hey, I'm in the mall. I don't see you. Where you at? And I was looking around and I saw him and I said, look straight ahead. You'll see me. And I'm waving at him. And he came over and he gave me a check. Show me your glory, Lord. Ah, yeah, show me your glory. That's the glory of God. Huh? That's the favor of God. Hunt me down. The favor of God, hunt me down, Stuart. I'm out there, Stuart, at the Hewland Mall, and favor, hunt me. Where's Vicky at? I'm over here at Hewland Mall. Come on, find me. And they come looking for me. Huh? That's what God want to do for you. We hear Pastor Justin, we hear Pastor Jerry up here preaching about all this stuff. When are you going to grab a hold to it and apply it to your life? 
Huh? Thank you, Lord. I had to share that. That's the goodness of God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 12. Go down to verse 12 and say, and when Jesus... No, I'm sorry. That, 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 that ain't it. I'm sorry. I got the wrong thing now. Go with me to Acts 10, 38. I'm sorry. Acts 10, 38. I'm almost about to close, y'all. It says, How God, who? Anointed Jesus of Nazareth. Huh? Thank you, God. With the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. My, my, my. When I'm right here, and this, this, when I read that, I take that personal. How God anointed Amundo. Put your name right there. Come on, somebody. Put your name in there. Are you a believer? Huh? Are you, are you one of God's disciples? Put your name right there. How God anointed Vic of Commerce, Texas. Huh? Come on. With the Holy Ghost and with power. Aren't we disciples of Jesus Christ? Hmm? Jesus lives in you and I. And because he lives in you and I, that same anointing is on us. Huh? It's on you. Whether you believe it or not, it's on you right now. And it's according to what you believe. And it says, how he anointed Vic of Commerce with the Holy Ghost and with power. He's given me power too. I want to share something with you. I, I, I know that it's true. I, I was afraid and I heard Creflo saying, just practice doing what God told you to do. It's not you doing it. Just practice doing what God told you to do. And uh, he's gone home now. And some of you have heard this story. But my uncle, he was 89 when he passed, went on. But uh, he was 84 years old when he called me. And uh, I had had an accident. And I, I was on the walker and stuff. And they had called me and said that he wanted me to come and pray for him. And my uncle, he was, he was, he was, he was mean, man. He mean cat, man. He didn't play. And uh, they wanted me to come pray for him. I'm like, what? So I got my nerves up, and I, I called Tony Jordan, and he took me to Dallas to go pray for my uncle. Talking about how God anointed me with power. I got over there to the hospital, and he was in there, and he, tears coming out of his eyes. And he said, they, they say I had a heart attack. 
I've had congestive heart failure. They're going to do surgery in the morning. They're going to go in and put a spin in. And the first thing I asked him, I said, do you believe that God can heal you? He said, yeah. I said, that's good. I said, uncle, I got to ask you a question. I mean, I'm trembling. I could hear my bones shaking. And uh, I said, have you made Jesus Lord of your life? Oh, yeah, I did that back in 1969. That's what he said. <laughs> yeah, I said, I said, okay, that's good, Uncle. I said, that's good. I said, okay. I said, so we're going to pray for you, okay? And so I said, Tony, I said, come on, get around the bed. And I said, grab his hand. And me and him and Aunt Bunny, we grabbed him. I prayed for him. And I said, now, you believe that God going to heal you? You, you? Okay? He said, okay, I believe. I said, we finna go. So next morning, they took him downstairs to do the surgery to put the stent in. He said, but when they got downstairs, he said, the doctor said, well, wait, let's, before we do this surgery, he said, let's get one more x-ray to make sure we, you know, get in the right spot. You know, it's going to be in the right place. And so they went and they took the x-ray and the blockage had totally moved. It wasn't me, but it was God operating through me. Amen. And they sent him home the same day. And But I was afraid, but I know that God had told me to go. And so I went. What am I saying? God had anointed me with power. God has anointed you with power. Huh? That power is in you. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. It says, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Watch this. For God, say God, was with him. Who was with him? If God with us, we don't have to worry about anything. Huh? If you got God on your side, you win. Huh? Amen. Glory to God. So I just thank God tonight for this opportunity to to speak to y'all. I want you to know one thing. If you can take anything from this message, don't yield to spirits that is contrary to God. Amen. You know, people got, they, they yielding to doubt and fear and, 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 and sickness and all of that. But we won't take the word of God and yield to it. God said, by a stripe, I'm healed. Huh? Stand on the word of God. Huh? Don't, don't allow the enemy to influence you with negative thoughts. Negative thoughts will put fear in your heart. Huh? If somebody is talking negative to you all the time, well, you know, I, I hear what you're saying, but I don't know. I knew somebody like that, and, oh, you, you should have saw what happened on it. I cut that off. Cut it off. One thing I got from Pastor Jerry, and I'm going to turn it over to Pastor the other week. He said, we have to be delivered from people. Huh? We got to get delivered from people. I don't care what people are saying. I don't care what they're talking about. Let them talk about me. Long as God know my heart. Huh? We have to get delivered from people. Well, you running down that church. It don't take all that. 
I'm going to say this and I'm going to go to my seat. It takes that and then some. Pastor. Glory to God. Thank you.